All I know is this, Jimmy. Next Friday, August 29th at the Baton Rouge Exposition Center, I'm going to open a can of whoop-ass on Herculon, and I'm going to drive him back into whatever galaxy he came from. And that's a promise. Strong words from a strong man, Captain Insano. Now let's take a call. It's our old friend from Jackson's Bayou, Mr. B. Hello, Jim. I, I, is it possible to, to speak to Captain Insano? Shoot, Mr. B. Captain Insano. I notice sometimes when you are wrestling or, or opening up a, a can, can of whoop ass, as you like to say, you seem to be sweating quite profusely. Yeah. I was wondering if perhaps you might need the services of an experienced water boy. <laughs> That's pretty cute. How old are you, kid? 11? 12? I, I am 31 years old. <laughs> That's right, ladies and jerks. We're back at you with your SummerSlam review show. With me, of course, is my co-host. You know him as the Juice Man. Say what's up, yeah. people, Dre. How you doing, peoples? I'm back. Shout out to the Juice Boxes. Let's get it. <laughs> and I, of course, am your host, Mr. Ryan Mack, as always on the podcast. Uh, JT. Not with us on this round. He's off preparing all the goodies for you kids out there for our giveaway at the uh, UXWA show coming up, as we talked about on our NXT TakeOver uh, podcast just before this. Yes, so, sir. As I said, SummerSlam, uh, big weekend here. Sunday night kicking off uh, with Seth Rollins defeating Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship. And, of course, Seth Rollins had Dean Ambrose with him, his S.H.I.E.L.D. brother, and uh, Dolph Ziggler, of course, had the man, the mountain, the, the rock, Drew McIntyre, whatever you want to call him. When, when he came out to the ring, when, when they saw, like, Dolph Ziggler came out and then Drew McIntyre, you know, they played his music and he came out and stood next to him. And I just looked at this man for a few seconds and I was just like, mm, nope, like, no way. If I ever had to fight this guy, I would absolutely turn tail and run in the opposite <laughs> No fucking way I would stand a chance against this guy. So, uh, Dre, I'll kick it to you. What was your reaction to the match, your your, your notes and what? Um, I, know, I know all my marks with Mike's people out there are going to be mad, but I, I know this was the best match on the card, and I didn't catch all this match, so don't shoot me. Oh, how dare you? I know. Oh, shame on you. This is the only match I didn't catch. So you didn't catch all of it? I, I didn't. I, I called about like the last few minutes of it. I was getting off work late, people. So I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know what I heard? Though I heard it was a great match. You know, it was uh, like a very good match. Any match Seth Rollins starts off is going to be a hell of a match anyway. So 
you know, it was good to have a, a, a ripped Dean Ambrose back in his corner. He, you know, definitely, you know, I, I, I'm going to have to sit there and watch the whole thing because I heard it was a great match. But I caught the end and it was good, you know. Shout out to, you know, um, shout out to, to Seth Rollins winning. You know, it, it's a reason why they put the belt on him, you know. And we'll probably talk about that later. But, you know, it was a good match. And, you know, sorry I didn't catch it all, peoples. Please, you know, please don't beat me up in my juice boxes. I'm sorry. You know, you got to understand it's hard times for the working man, baby. And sometimes you don't get off work in time to come home and watch your favorite shows all the time. Man. It's okay. But, uh, well, you caught the best part. Because the good news is is that uh, these are two guys that are both – at the top of their game, you know, at the top of the business, really, I would put them both like in the probably top 10 workers in the whole business, you know, over the world, new Japan and and everywhere else. Um, And, you know, they know what they're doing. They, they started kind of slow and they built it up and they had several spots where like, you know, uh, Seth Rollins would get kicked out or fall outside the ring. And, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre would come over and look very menacing. And then Dean Ambrose would come over and go, Hey buddy, Hey guy, you can't be doing that. I'm here now, you know? So um, there was, there was that. And then uh, of course, you know, it built till eventually there was a spot uh, between the two um, Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre outside the ring uh, where (laughs) Dean Ambrose actually hit the dirty deeds on Drew McIntyre. And um, it looked like, Seth Rollins was going to be, he was happy that his buddy had uh, hit the move on, uh, you know, the giant man who's uh, Mr. Untouchable, Drew McIntyre. Uh-huh. Looked like he was about to be distracted into getting super kicked in the face, but oh no, he throws a quicker super kick into the face of, uh, of Dolph Ziggler and uh, ends up winning the title uh, off of that, which to me was a little surprising, um, but c- because I thought that, and these are rumors, you know, you read rumors uh, a month or two before and then as plans will be, plans will change in the WWE, you know, uh-huh. rumors that Rollins was going to be the guy going after uh, Brock Lesnar and they were going to put the belt on him to take it off of Brock. Um, as we all know by now, um, that's not what happened. Exactly. But, um, you know, it was, it was good. I mean, it was, like I said, it built up, like it wasn't always fast paced, but when it got going, man, it was like, yeah. I would say like the last 10 minutes, eight, 10 minutes or so were really fantastic and i mean it actually reminded me of like kenny omega uh working with like an okada or something like that like the pace they had and the one where he had the um whatever you want to call it like the uh i call it like a dragon suplex you know where he had like the the dragon sleeper but then he suplexed him off the top rope and then yeah another one immediately into the into the pin um which he kicked out of of course uh was a huge spot in the match that was really like a breathtaking sort of move, you know, where you see him up there and you're like, oh, man, are they really going to do this? You know, and then you see it happening and it's like, you know, and uh, he they hit it perfectly. Like they showed on the replay. I mean, kudos to both guys. It was like they're both just uh, tremendous workers and they they landed perfectly on their backs and uh, were able to keep on going. And um, just a great match overall. I would give it like a plus, you know, to start off the show. Yeah, that was a great match. That definitely tone for the mat i mean for the whole event so i mean like i said any seth Rollins match is always a great tone setter for the thing for the card anyway the only thing you worry about is like you know wwe pay-per-views are notorious for being too long and this one was no exception i mean it was a it's a good pay-per-view overall as we'll get to the rest of it obviously but um 
you know, you have a match like this at the very beginning uh, in front of a crowd like that, and it kind of, you know, takes some air out of their sails, and the, then they have four hours of wrestling left after that, you know, to watch. So there's, there is that aspect to it, but what are you going to do? You start off the show hot with a great match, and you can't complain, you know? Um, right. After that, uh, we had the New Day, and it was uh, Big E and Xavier Woods with Kofi on the outside, uh, defeating the Bludgeon Brothers, by DQ, uh, they didn't really defeat them. They kind of got the, the hell beat out of them at the end of the match. Yeah, that was a straight asshole. Man. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't really call them winners so much as they didn't get the belts and they didn't look like winners at the end of it. But yeah, I mean, it, it was it. You know, this is a this is where you know you go from an A plus and you drop down to about a, a, B, a B, and and this is where you know. I always say when you put Xavier Woods into a match with the New Day, especially a title match, they don't usually win. Won by DQ, of course, but I wasn't expecting them to win. It didn't really, you know, it didn't really, you know, nothing really got out to me. You know, Kofi throwing some pancakes, keeping the crowd in it, but that's about it. This is the match where, oh, let's go use the bathroom, you know. This is where it dropped off a little bit for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. And I mean, uh, speaking of dropping dropping off, uh, not to rip off uh, Simon Miller. Shout out to uh, Simon on uh, What Culture on YouTube. I think he's great. But uh, yeah, he is takes, great. Takes another downturn here into the next match with Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Um, in my opinion, at least. Um, I hope you didn't go to use the bathroom at the start of this match because you would have missed it. It took only a minute and 50 seconds for Braun Strowman to monster in the bank to dispatch uh, the Quebecer, Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, a little two-second, hey, let me just really choke slam him, then slam him. I'm like, that's it? All right. Kevin Owens just bumped his ass off for about a minute and a half, and then uh, he got put away just real quick. I mean, unceremoniously, there wasn't any drama in the match at all. I don't think Kevin Owens had any offense. <laughs> no, no, I think he tried to clothesline it. That was all she wrote. <laughs> that was all she wrote. I mean, and then I pretty much knew, like, okay, he's going to probably get the title tonight, or he's going to be heavily involved in the main event because this match ended too quickly. You know, right. So. Like, that was... I mean, A, it makes him look super strong, and B, it's like he didn't even get a – he didn't even break his sweat probably. Cause it was like, no. So, it's like, of course, uh, you're – you're you know, you get what they're doing. They're they're heating up Braun Strowman so that you're thinking, oh, my God, for sure he's going to cash in at the end of the night. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, the next match was uh, the triple threat for the women. You had Charlotte Flair returning, taking the belt off of Carmella and Becky Lynch. Uh, the match itself was pretty good, but I didn't yeah. jump right to the ending. And Dre, you can add anything else you want. Yeah, I, I, yeah, pretty much. I was more excited about the ending, and you know, it it was really a pro Becky crowd the whole night. Shout out to Becky Lynch to, for making herself relevant again. I was really looking forward to her winning. I think that I was one of the fans in the in agreement with the fans that I think she should have won. You know, when I when Charlotte got put into it, I'm like, well, they're just going to give the belt to Charlotte again. Here we go. And I was just so pumped at the end when Becky Lynch beat the hell out of her. The whole crowd was cheering. I was like, yeah, beat her ass, beat her ass. Yeah, she deserves it. I was so happy, like, because I felt like I felt like that because of her name and who her daddy is, that pretty much that won her the belt seven times. And 
And you got hard workers like Becky Lynch, who I think that was her night, and Charlotte stole it from her. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the point of, like, you know, how they were booking it and stuff. And, um, you know, there's there's debate as to how they were booking it, you know, or did they just um, – did they not know that uh, the, the crowd was going to react that way? And now they're just going to go with it. You know, it's like, it's kind of more interesting in this match to, to look forward and think how they're going to book it, you know, because I mean, the crowd is not going to boo Becky Lynch at this point. Uh, no. On Charlotte and everything, you know, I mean, they might've wanted to put Charlotte over as the baby face, but I think she's going to be booed. She's going to be treated as the heel. If Becky, as long as Becky Lynch is involved, which she mm-hmm. obviously will be, you know, and that's, that's the storyline going forward. And the good thing about it is that it allows Becky to not necessarily be just your, your squeaky clean baby face as she's kind of been for a lot of her career. Whereas now she can have this edge about her. I'm not going to go as far to say she's going to be like the female stone cold, but she can be a little more of a badass, you know, and have more of an edge where she can, you know, maybe cut some corners and, you know, do some things that may not be like, uh, you know, always, in the good graces of, uh, you know, baby face behavior or whatever, but it's, it's her time, you know, like Charlotte stole this from her and that's what they're going to be pushing, you know, going forward. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I don't think Carmella was never relevant in this match from the beginning. So <laughs> it, I mean, it was, it was just like, you, you keep giving her opportunity after opportunity. I really think Becky Lynch should have won that building. Like I said, I, I'm glad that they did that because I think that's going to give Becky Lynch a lot more pop. And, you know, Charlotte's a better heel anyway, so I'd rather see Charlotte heel anyway. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing the Tommaso Ciampa wave to uh, Carmella's championship reign. <laughs> well, you knew, you knew once, um, once um, God dang it, I forgot the James Ellsworth yeah. left anyway. It was like... She's not getting the title back. <laughs> Who would have thought that James Ellsworth would be the key to her championship reign? You knew it was going to be that. <laughs> oh, well. So, moving on, uh, we had the WWE Championship match between Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Now, again, you have another uh, championship match end in a disqualification here. Uh, Samoa Joe did win, but, of course, didn't belt. Um, Dre, what, what did you think of this match? Um... Well, I was looking forward to more of a can they revert back to their TNA days and have hella great matches. You know, they had great matches in TNA. Oh, I yeah. was I was hoping to see that type of match. You know, but I have to understand they are a lot older now and yeah. you know, they can't they can't move as well as they used to. Well, AJ still can. Love um but bodies, yeah. Yeah, it started off slow. It it did. It started off slow. Mm-hmm. It started off slow, and then it heated up near the end. I really like the involvement of his family in there. The whole thing with Samoa Joe, I'm going to be your daddy, and <laughs> your daddy's not coming home. But you know, it, it got the crowd into it. I'm like, whoa, you know. And I think it really gave AJ Styles quite an edge. You know, he really snapped, and you know, I hope this is the start of a great feud because I know what these two can do in a feud. I've seen it before. I know how these two can put on matches. I've seen it before. So, you know, I think this is a great start to a feud. And then getting the family involved, I think this is a great start to a long feud. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, all the best feuds are always personal and that's yeah. done here by bringing his fans. But, and I'm not always a fan of that because, you know, this is wrestling. What's, you know, what's old is new. It's been done a lot of times, you know, in various uh, <laughs> incarnations throughout the years, but, and it's not always great, you know, like sometimes it's really good and other times it's kind of cheesy or the people involved are like not good actors. So it doesn't work out well. And like, the involvement with AJ Styles' wife worked like just well enough for me to like buy into it and like it. Like it's not like his wife is going to be a regular part of the show or anything now, but it kind of worked. And if you caught it, there was actually a a, a, re- a good moment of realism where AJ Styles came over after the match to uh, talk to his wife and daughter. And his daughter's maybe like four or five, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and his daughter, you know, she's not old. Like, she gets what daddy does, I'm sure. But she's not old enough to process all of this in a live setting like that with 15,000 people there and all that. And she's looking at her dad and she said, uh, you could hear it on TV, said, daddy, you're bleeding. <laughs> and it was kind of like, oh, that's kind of traumatic, you know, for like, right. a little girl like that to see. And it, it, and it worked for me more, you know, like having to see that, even though it may have, you know, led to uh, years of therapy for for uh, daughter styles there i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah and, 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 and the and the re, she did the reluctant to 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 be held by him she was like i get away from me because yeah. i'm gonna go to my mommy i thought that was hilarious <laughs> yeah i mean you can't blame her it's a little girl you got bloody sweaty dad you know coming over trying to- right uh-huh yeah so i mean that match like i said it ended very well i liked the ending the whole you know the, the disqualification so uh, it'll definitely lead to another match at hell in the cell so yeah i hope this is this could be a great few when done right like i said these they, they've had great matches before and i know that the type of story they can tell so i just hope that wwe gives them the reins to do what they need to do yeah, absolutely. And I mean, AJ Styles is a great champion, but uh, if this leads to Joe getting the belt off of him, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. You know? No, I wouldn't at all. That'd be good stuff. But um, yeah, a good match. AJ Styles uh, is snapping at the end when Joe, uh, you know, said that uh, he would be his daughter's new daddy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he went out and he got the chair and uh, just waylaid uh, Joe. And of course, it was uh, it was not a no DQ match, so that was the end. <laughs> yeah, that was the end, and he yeah. waylaid some um some um almost hit Finley. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to see Fit Finley out there. Yes, sir. I, he loves to fight. Yes, he does. I was like, don't hit, hit don't hit Finley because Finley might hit you back. <laughs> He'll get you with that shillelagh, will you? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, I can do Irish stereotypes all day. But um, we should move on to Dre. You're probably a highlight of the night. Your boy, The Miz, went over Daniel Bryan. Are you happy? You're damn right. <laughs> and he won clean. He did. Well, Fair and square. No, did, I, I, he, did he? He hit him with a straight left. Nothing was wrapped around his fist. Come on, Maurice. Like no, up. Maurice was just giving them a. Yes, I don't. Yeah. So this was another match that I loved, and like I said, they, you know, they. I think they promo was very well leading up into the match. You know, I like how it started off. You know, Daniel Bryan punching Miz in the face a few times, like, hey, hey, bow, bow, letting them know. But you know, it, it was a good match, definitely. Uh, definitely a biased crowd for both, you know. Let's go, Miz. Let's go, Bryant. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, it, it shows that if we don't get the title on the mail soon, I'm gonna riot, but that's okay. Um, but you know, good match, you know, Brian Daniel Bryan did dominate most of the match, but Miz had his spots. But you know, the Miz is the Miz, he's awesome, and he took control when he needed to, and that's how he beat Daniel Bryan, you know. Even though them yes kicks to oh my god, the Miz chest looked like splattered hamburger meat after it was them yes kicks was lethal and you could just I could just feel the hole in Miz's chest from him and my chest when he kicked him. Yeah, man, it was uh, it looked painful for sure. It was it was a good match for sure. It was it was a long match, I'll say. I mean, Wikipedia shows it at twenty three and a half minutes. Um, I would say that though it was a good match, they did lose the crowd at a couple points. You know, it was kind of kind of lagged a little bit in the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. But a good match overall. It was kind of like um, not in the in the way the match went, but just the way the crowd was. Where you had a heel, you had a face. Obviously, Miz is the heel. But it was uh, so, sort of a pro-Miz crowd. I mean, Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan, and people are always going to cheer him, you know, as long as he's the face. Um, uh-huh. But uh, people like the Miz, you know? And, I mean, he's he's got his TV show now. He appears very likable, you know? And the, you see that he's a hardworking guy and all that. And uh, the Miz's star has never been bigger, you know? So, I mean, he's going to have that that attention and that uh, attraction and he's he's great he deserves it you know so yeah i'm with you man you know it would be uh, uh good to i think it'd be great to as i've said you know they they might go about it in a roundabout way but i would love to see daniel bryan versus the miz for the wwe championship at wrestlemania at the end of the year you know that would be that would be pretty cool you know and and kind of daniel bryan's obvious and ultimate redemption story if you win so but um, anyways, that's far ahead, obviously. Um, <laughs> we can move on to the next match, uh, unless you have anything to say about the Miz's cheating, Dre. Anyways. Um, <laughs> he didn't cheat, but okay. <laughs> anyways, um, we saw the Demon arrive at SummerSlam to defeat Constable Corbin. And it was even faster than Braun Strowman defeated Kevin Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very fast. <laughs> what did you think of the match, if you can call it that? And also, what do you think of them using the demon in this instance against Constable Corbin and so on? I was shocked at first. I'm like, wait, you coming out as the demon? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't think he would come out as the demon for him. But I'm like, oh, he's about to win this. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Whew. Let me try this again. I said... I was shocked to see the demon come out. <laughs> yeah, I had to break it down. I was shocked to see the demon come out for Constable um, Corbin. I think that name is stupid, by the way. But, um, you know, it, it, you know, I knew he was going to win. I'm like, well, he's about to kill him now because he came out. To see him. Man, you can see the shock in his face. He's like, wait a minute. That's not who I signed up to fight. Right. I signed up to fight Finn Balor, the man, not the demon. And and shout out to the guy who did his paint work this time because that is some of the best paint work I've seen on him since he then put on the demon thing. I think the Sundays was his best one. Like how he had the tongue with the and you know, in front of his chest coming out. I think that was awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, say what you want about the match, but to me, that was some really cool paint, right? <laughs> yeah, very good paint. I mean, it's not really much to say about the match. I could sit and look at a trash can and talk about that longer than this match. But um, I mean, it was it was like you knew he was gonna win. It was like oh, you cool to grow and and uh, um and uh, whatever's other move. I always forget that other move. The one that he do the, the sling blade and there you go, match yeah. over. Yeah, uh, it's like, you know, coming out as the, you know, you're supposed to hold the demon in like higher regard than coming out to face Constable Corbin. But the best thing you can say about this is it's over and hopefully uh, so is the feud between uh, Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. And uh, he can be on to bigger. We'll see. Um, you know, it's, uh, Vince, Vince seems to change his mind on. Uh, Finn Bauer all the time. Anyways, not going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> with the next match, uh, third to last match, hang on with me, Dre, is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. And, of course, we had the champion retaining. Yeah, another nice outfit by um, Shinsuke, first of all. A shout-out to um, his interest um, thing. I like the whole beat it jacket and the the black pants, you know, Jackson, just stuff off of. But, of course, uh, I mean it was a good match. I mean, I mean, it had the spots, you know, you know. Shout out to Jeff Hardy for doing that swan time onto that rope. No, I thought he was dead after that. I oh, don't think he was. God. I didn't think he was getting up after that. But um, how many more hits can that guy take like that? You know, that's true. Like the man's almost fifty, and for him to move like he's. <laughs> Thanks for, you know, I'm sure he'll appreciate you aging him 10 years, but yeah. Well, I got to when he jumps like that. He's lucky I didn't age him to 60, but. Um, yeah, he probably feels like he's 60 when he wakes up in the morning. But, uh, yeah, but uh, he hit that move, and I'm like, well, he he's dead. He's not doing that no more. <laughs> and um, shout out to his twist of fate, though. It's like a twist of fate stunner type move now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't even do it like Matt no more. It's like he just. Turns it doesn't stun her, so it was just you know, shout out to that move. But yeah. I mean, it had its spots, uh, you know, it was like here, there, and you know, Shinsuke came off with the win, and then we had the interference from Randy Orton, you know, just being the viper that he is, he's waiting to pick and choose his time to beat him senseless. I mean, he's already done it, but you know, he was just waiting on another time to beat him, and I like how he, you know, walked in and walked out. So it was a good match. I I give it about a C plus. Was Randy Orton just being the Viper, waiting outside the ring, waiting to whip his cock out? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was all right. I mean, it was uh, you know, there's so many matches on the card and everything, and I don't think anybody really expected Jeff Hardy to take the belt off of Shinsuke at this point. You know. Um, What's going to happen with the uh, the belt going forward? I mean, you got Randy Orton just being super weird. Um, he's a heel. Shinsuke is a heel. Does he go after the U.S. title? We don't know. You know, maybe they also come after it. Uh, we'll just have to see. But um, the co-main event of the card, uh, it's funny to say that because usually it was uh, Ronda Rousey in MMA co-main events, now in SummerSlam, uh, with Natalia, uh, who came out. With a nice moment before the match, actually. Yeah. And her dad, of course, Jimmy Anvil, Nightheart's uh, jacket that he apparently wore, I believe that they said it was SummerSlam 1990. So 
that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah um, it was. The crowd gave her a, a nice ovation, of course, as they should. And uh, and then Ronda Rousey came out and beat the holy hell out of Alexa Bliss in about four minutes and took the belt off of her. You got a new women's championship. What do you think about it, Dre? Beat the shit out of her. I, you know what, though? And this was my thing, Ryan, and I, and I, and I called this all week. I didn't think Ronda was going to win. No. I thought that we were going to have either Nia Jax interfere or even Natalia turn heel. That's what I thought. <laughs> Maybe before her dad died, but with her, you know, all that going on, they weren't going to have her be the bad guy at this point. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you never know nowadays, even with that. You you just didn't know. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's... I'm happy that Ronda won. I, I want to see you know, how they're going to do this with her, what kind of competition she's going to have, because I feel like I don't want to see a bunch of her and Alexa Bliss fighting all day or her and Nia Jax. You know, let's bring Sasha back into the mix. Let's bring Bailey back into the mix. Let's get these women regenerated, man, because I haven't really seen nothing like... I don't want to keep seeing Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. Come on now. Who cares? Trey, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but the rumor is at uh, the Evolution pay-per-view, it's going to be Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. Excuse me while I go jump out the window. (laughs) (sighs) That's just a rumor. Of course, you did see the Bellas uh, make their little, not in-ring comeback, of course, but they were at SummerSlam, and uh, they came in the ring after you celebrate with Ronda. It was kind of weird, like kind of forced, like they're not her friends, you know, but they made themselves part of it. So whatever. Uh, Right. I'll be interested to see the post John Cena, uh, Nikki Bella push or lack thereof. (laughs) Right. We'll see now that she's not uh, banging the boss's number one son, but uh, whatever. Um, Yeah. New champ, Ronda Rousey. Congrats. You know, I mean, it's uh, things are working out great for her so far in her WWE career and the crowd loves her. And, um, She's becoming a big star, so hooray, you know, and she's going to be a good uh, a good face for the company with, you know, Charlotte and Becky and uh, amongst others uh, going into the Evolution pay-per-view, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a big deal. So, yeah, we're going to move on to the main event of the evening. And Let's was, go. Uh, Roman Reigns, of course. Well, the real number one son for Vince now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> uh, he looked real strong, damn it. Uh, Make him look strong. <laughs> defeating Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. There it is, Dre. You finally got what you wanted. But before we get into it, it didn't have its – it wasn't without its complications. For one thing, the match was only six minutes long because – Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a short match, the match itself. It didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like that. Well, it felt longer because the match didn't even start for quite a while after the introductions because the monster among men, of course, Braun Strowman, came down, not to cash in right that minute, but to let everybody know that he wasn't going to – well, here's the thing. He comes down and says he wasn't going to hide behind the briefcase and blah, 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 and I thought he was just going to come out and make it a triple threat right there. I thought he was going to be like, I'm really the man. I'm going to whoop both your asses right here and take the belt, you know, like right right now. And then he's like, you guys go ahead and fight, and I'm going to fight whoever wins afterwards. So he just goes out there and watches, and um, two, three minutes into the match, uh, Brock Lesnar goes outside – 
and starts whooping his ass. He starts just, he hit him. With, and, you know, I mean, Braun's not in the match, so you can do whatever you want to him, right? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he hit him with chairs. He hit him with the briefcase. He then threw, Brock Lesnar threw that briefcase, no joke, about 50 yards. Out yeah, of all the way to the tight trying. I'm like, how did he lug that thing all the way up there? And not only that, like, what if he wouldn't have thrown it straight? If, he, if that would have went into the crowd, that could have actually killed somebody, like, as hard as and far as he threw it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, but uh, props to him, man. Brock has an arm on him, I suppose. That was, uh, he launched that. But, um, yeah, he, you know, and, and a smart move by Brock. I, I will say that uh, he went out and eliminated the threat and pretty much incapacitated Braun Strowman. Uh, with a bunch of chair shots and briefcase shots and all all sorts of shit, I think he he hit him with an F five on the on the floor out there as well, if I recall. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you know, and it's Braun Strowman, so you're like, well, if this match goes ten fifteen minutes, he could easily recover. You know, by the end of it, he's that bad of a dude. You know, he recovered pretty quickly, but it doesn't go that way because. Brock Lesnar goes back into the ring. Uh, he has a chair on him, but before he can do anything with it, he's speared by Roman Reigns, and he gets the one, two, three, new Universal Champion. Yeah, the they both they both sucked at course of the crowd. Um, I mean, I'm glad it's off him because I felt like he was holding the title hostage, and you know, I I wish that they could implement um Braun in it more, but. I think Brian will have oh, excuse me. Sorry. I think Brian will have his time soon. So I think they was just trying to tease the crowd and and just keep them, you know, keep them, you know, entertained because the rumor a rumor I've heard the reason they did that was because I guess they, they were afraid of the backlash backlash from the main event with him and Samoa Joe and half the crowd left before the match was over. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They they put Braun Strowman in there just to prevent, you know, anybody from thinking that they should leave early because anything could happen, you know? But, um, right. yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. And you know what? Like, as it happened, like, I'm not a big Roman, you know, as we've said on the podcast before, we're not like Roman Reigns haters as far as, like, the man himself, the wrestler and all that. He can, he can wrestle. He's He's good. And all that, but just the way that he's been shoved down everybody's throats. We're not going to get into the Roman Reigns stuff because everybody knows about it. And most, <laughs> not most, but a lot of people feel the same way. And uh, but when he won it, the way it all shook out with the Braun stuff and and everything else, I was actually totally okay with it. I was like, huh, you know, I kind of went after it ended. Right. Okay, there you go. The belt's off of Brock. It's on Roman. He's going to be on Raw every week, and we'll just go somewhere else from here. We don't have to worry about Brock anymore. You know, so kind of nice in a way. And, um, you know, we're doing this um, on a Tuesday. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Raw already, uh, just to go into it real quick, you know, looking forward. um, The Shield reunited at the end of Raw on uh, Monday night, and they put Braun Strowman through a table using the old Shield bomb, the triple power bomb, whatever you want to call it. And um, it would seem that it'll be Braun's time eventually after he conquers the shield who appear to have turned heel. So, yeah. And that's what I was wondering. I think I sent the question to you guys yesterday and I'm like, do we have a heel turn here or what are we doing here? Like I was kind of confused. Like 
is that what we're calling this? So it was a lot of questions to be answered for Raw next Monday because I was shocked. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, the, with the way wrestling is now and, you know, with Vince's affection for Roman so obvious, it's like, it's not for sure sure if they're heels or not, you know? It's like there's always shades of gray now, or as, as Roman, the guy himself says, he's not a good guy, he's not a bad guy, that's um, so yeah, I'm not gonna finish it for him because I yeah but, yeah don't finish it um, yeah so but it would appear that um, I don't know it's interesting to me with the shield if they are heel you know you got um, Seth with the Intercontinental belt and um, you know maybe Dean and Seth will go after the tag team titles and try to hold all the gold and be the big heel stable and uh, you know Braun Strowman will be your new Hulk Hogan the conquering hero brother you know we'll see yeah we will see. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it. Uh, we are at the end of the card, and uh, I'm going to say we're out of time. So, for Dre, the Juice Man, thanks for joining us. I've been your host, other co-host, rather, Ryan Mack from Marks with Mikes. Stay tuned. We'll catch you later. the cage doors at this time. Hey, listen. It's some kind of mistake. I didn't sign up for a cage match. Hey, unlock the thing. Take the chain off. Hey, Freak Joe, you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of heat time. <laughs>